On the 2nd of June 2020, Judge Norman Davis handed down a judgment declaring South Africa's lockdown regulations unconstitutional and invalid. He also suspended the declaration of invalidity for a period of 14 days and ordered the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, Nkosazana Dlamini Zuma, to amend the regulations to comply with the Constitution of South Africa. Albert Swart, a director at Strauss Daily Attorneys, is with us to discuss the judgment in more detail. Good morning, T and Chat Sapphire listeners. Thank you for the opportunity to discuss this important judgment with you and the listeners. Albert, please highlight the most important aspects of the judgment for the listeners. Judge Davis declared various regulations relating to alert level 3 and 4 as irrational, unconstitutional and invalid. He found that little or no regard was given to the impact of the regulations on the constitutional rights of people or if the limitation of their rights were justified or not. He also suspended the declaration of invalidity for a period of 14 days and ordered the minister to amend the regulations to comply with the constitution. On the limitations imposed on attendance of funerals, Judge Davis said that when a person, young or old, is in the grip of terminal disease, other than COVID-19 and is slowly leaving this life to ease that suffering and the passing, it is part of the nature of humanity for family and loved ones to support the sufferer. One might understand the reluctance to have an influx of visitors should the person at death's door be inside the doors of a medical facility for fear of the spread of COVID-19. But what if the person in, is in his or her own home or at the home of a family member or a friend? He also said that once a person has died, up to 50 people armed with certified copies of death certificates may even cross provincial borders to attend the funeral of one who has departed and is no longer in need of support. The disparity of the situations is not only distressing, but irrational. In the case of hairdressers, the judge said that a single mother and sole provider for her family may have been prepared to comply with all the preventative measures proposed in the draft Alert Level 3 regulations, but must now watch her children go hungry while witnessing minicab taxis pass with passengers in close proximity to each other than they would have been in her salon. She is stripped of her rights of dignity, equality, to earn a living and to provide for the best interest of her children. On the limitations of exercise, the judge said that the limitations on exercise were equally perplexing. If the laudable objective is not to have large groups of people exercising in close proximity to each other, the regulations should say so rather than prohibit the organizing of exercise in an arbitrary fashion. To restrict the hours of exercise to arbitrary determined time periods is completely irrational on places and premises close to the public. 
it can hardly be argued that it is rational to allow scores of people to run on the promenade, but were one to step a foot on the beach, it will lead to a rampant infection. Some say that as a result of this judgment, South Africa is facing a constitutional crisis. Albert, could you tell us what is a constitutional crisis? A constitutional crisis arises when the government is unable to function, for whatever reason, and the pending law cannot resolve the issue. An example of a constitutional crisis is when the state passes a law, or in this case regulations, which are contrary to or in conflict with our constitution and fails to amend the conflicting law. Since the judgment of Judge Davis, the government had indicated that it will appeal the judgment, which means that the judgment, post the 14-day suspension, will be suspended and the lockdown regulations will also remain in full force and effect, pending, of course, the finalisation of the appeal. So for now, and until the government finally applies for leave to appeal the judgment, it had managed to avoid a constitutional crisis. What will the government need to do procedurally in order to formally appeal the judgment? T, it is important to take note that the government do not have an automatic right to appeal the High Court judgment. It will first have to apply for leave to appeal the judgment, which application will be heard by Judge Davis himself. And if granted, the government may appeal the judgment either to the full bench of the High Court, which consists of three judges, or to the Supreme Court of Appeals, which consists of five judges, or to the Constitutional Court, which consists of 11 judges. And if it is a constitutional matter, or in the interest of justice, all three of the options are available to the government when they bring their application to appeal the judgment. In your opinion, on what grounds will the judgment be challenged? The grounds of appeal may include the following. The validity of the regulations relating to Alert Level 3 could not properly be decided on the papers before the judge because the application was heard almost at the same time the relevant regulations were promulgated. The judge acknowledged this in his judgment as well. In other words, the judge made a pronouncement on the draft regulations and not the final regulations, which he did not see. Also, the court did not apply the rationality test correctly. The rationality test must answer the following questions. Is there a rational connection between the intervention, on the one hand, and the empowering provisions in terms of which it was taken, on the other hand? The court mainly focused on the reasonableness of the regulations as opposed to the rationality thereof. Furthermore, the court had to assess each regulation on its own merits to determine if it passed the constitutionality test, but failed to do so, in my opinion. It simply declared the regulations as a whole 
with a few exceptions, granted, as irrational and invalid. That said, certain of the regulations found to be irrational may very well survive the appeal process. Time will tell. The national state of disaster has been extended to the 15th of July 2020, the first of possibly many other one-month extensions. How will this impact the pending appeal? The appeal will not be heard before 15 July 2020 or soon thereafter. If the appeal is heard after the state of disaster finally comes to an end, um, it will not become a moot point, but rather provide legal certainty on the validity of the lockdown regulations as a whole. If the appeal of the judgment fails, in other words, the declaration of invalidity is upheld, then those who have suffered financial losses as a result of the lockdown regulations will most certainly sue the government for the losses suffered. That is why the appeal is so important for not only the government, but for each person who suffered hardship as a result of the imposition of the lockdown. We will definitely keep a close eye on developments in this case. Albert, we've also received a question from a resident in a sectional title scheme who would like to know if access control and temperature screening is permissible. We'd like to thank the listener who submitted this question to us. This type of question is expected, although the answer may not be suited to the listener. Sectional title schemes are not exempted from the operation of the lockdown regulations. The use of the common property must be dealt with by the trustees of the body corporate in such a way that it promotes and encourages behaviour that is in line with the lockdown regulations. So in short, the trustees of a body corporate are obliged to take the necessary steps to prevent the spread of the virus by those who may use the common property on a daily basis. Thank you, T, and listeners. Until next time, please stay safe and goodbye.